0: love life church podcast and thank you for checking us out we love god love people and love life and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you here's today's message like I came to preach I'm excited because you know what I hate that a generation is robbed from the fullness of God because all they're taught is religious talk to talk religion to God that we serve a religious God that you know you can only talk about Sundays you know whatever you know Sunday's best I don't know why that song keeps jumping in my head but you just think you can only talk to God clean and perfect and you can only read uh, read scriptures to God. But you know what? God is so hungry to get into your real life situations. God is so passionate about every single one of you guys. He is so passionate about what is going on, what is hurting you, what is exciting you, what is thrilling you. He's excited about your needs. He wants to meet your needs and he wants to meet you right where you are but God is a gentleman, right? God don't bust down the door. God don't break it down. He don't run you over. God needs an invitation in, and we needed to have some real talk with God and invite Him into our situation. We needed to have a real talk with God and and invite Him what's going on with this quarantine, with this COVID, with our relationships, with our finances, with our health. Come on, somebody. Do we need to invite God in? It's time that we wake up, invite God into the situation and have some real relevant talk with God. Do you know that God already knows you? You don't need to fake it. You don't need to hide. You don't need to do any of those things. God knows you. God knows you. And God sees so much in you. God sees you through the blood of Jesus. We need to start seeing ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We need to start discovering that so real talk with God. First Thessalonians 5.16 Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Why do we stop praying? Have you asked yourself that question? Why do we stop praying? Why do we stop praying? If you had somebody in your life that was with you every single day, all of you, Moms who have toddlers, you got kids under five who are at home, or you know now with the quarantine, y'all got teenagers, you got everybody at home. But I'm just saying, they are with you. They are with you all day. They're asking you, Can I have a snack? Can you feed me? Is it time to go? Can we go this? They all day long. And you know what? We imagine if you didn't speak to the, your kid. Imagine if you didn't speak to your spouse. You're in the same. Some of you guys, some of you older people. Some of you young people, older, whatever you want to call yourself, some of you guys be in the same house and you don't even talk to the people in the house. Some of you guys be texting, what's for lunch? I'm like, what? What is that? So you know what? don't be texting God, okay? Don't be texting God. God says, come on, let's have a real relationship. Let's have a face-to-face relationship. Let's have a face-to-face conversation. We're so caught up in texting. We're so caught up in social media. We're so caught up in our fake book friends. We don't know reality. We call reality TV and it's actually fake TV. We're calling news and fake news. I can see why y'all confused. I can see how it happens. But I wanna bring some real talk and I wanna be real with you guys and to have a real conversation with God. God, this is what's going on in my life. God, this is what I'm struggling with. God, this is what I'm conquering. God, you have real conversation when you wake up. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you, Jesus, it is great. Holy Spirit, have your way, 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 way. Yes, we need some more of that. When we wake up, Father, I thank you for this day. Yes, thank you Jesus, it will it will be great. And Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, I invite you in this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You know what, I don't wanna live just a natural life. I wanna live a supernatural life. And if I wanna live a supernatural life, I'm gonna to have to invite God into the place. I'm gonna to have to invite God into my weaknesses. I'm gonna to have to invite God into my strengths. Because I can't do it on my own. I need Him. I need God every single day that I wake up. I need God every single moment that I'm on this earth. I know that God has a plan for every single one of us. And we need to talk to Him. We just need to talk to Him. We need to be real with Him. Woo! All right. I didn't even finish the scripture. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. The enemy wants you to stop praying. The enemy wants you to stop talking with God. You know when children are in trouble, and you, I, I'm like some, okay, so I don't have children, but I have been in children's ministry for 23 years. So let me tell you, I've seen some kids, okay? I've seen a lot of kids, I've helped raise a lot of kids, I've been involved with kids, I've babysit a lot of the kids. So. It's crazy because as you step back, I'm like, man, if you could only talk to your dad about that, like if you could only just have a real conversation with your mom about that, she would love to help you. He would love to help you. He has guidance for you. But you see kids and they like, they duck in, they hide in, you know, they're hiding their text messages. Like, you know, and I, I walk up, they're like, and I'm like, you know you wrong. I don't even—I don't even have to say anything. They know. I know that we know that you texted somebody you shouldn't be texting. When you're like, I'm like, who is it? I'm like, I'm like, you groaned. That's on you. But I, sometimes I wish I could be like, just talk to your mom. You know what, just talk to your dad, or talk to, talk to Miss Sasha, or however, whoever. Seek help, and that's God. God's watching us up, we're squirming, and he already done read your text. he already knows your thoughts, and you're like, you're trying to hide from God. He knows that picture you take in, he knows that picture you send in. God's there. God is with you. Are y'all you ready to have a real talk? Are you guys ready to have a real conversation? Let's go. Yes. How are we going to impact a generation when well, we're going to be relevant? We're going to be relevant and we're going to be speaking truth. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. We belong to Christ Jesus. We learned that we need to talk to God all the time. If we feel like it, if not, highs and lows, we need to talk to God. We need to run to grace. We need to be sincere of heart. You know, when you're, you come to God, be sincere. Don't doubt. Don't be double-minded. Be sincere. Don't be like, God, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. God knows your heart. And you know what? Sometimes it's funny that we can even deceive ourselves. Like, you think you're good, then how come that issue still coming up? You're like... Man, I thought I handled that already. No, give it to God. Be sincere. Handle it. Let it go. We got to let go of offense. We got to let go of what's happened to us. We got to let go of others. It doesn't matter what others are doing. Look at your neighbor and say, it does not matter what others are doing. It does not matter what others are doing. It matters what you're doing. It matters what you're doing and you only have responsibility for you. And later on, we're gonna talk about boundaries, avoid those responsibilities. All right, and number five was ask God, ask God. You have not because you, you have not because you ask not. It's time that we ask God for what we need. And it doesn't matter if we ask a miss, remember? God's greater, God knows what you need. And if you're asking for something, just trust that God is not withholding anything good from you. He may know something that you don't know yet, right? Okay, then we talked about real talk with self, becoming more self-aware and less selfish. And everybody loved this service. Nobody hated me after this service. We all walked out of this service so happy. No, some of you guys were like, mm, I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, I didn't think that that was selfish. Selfish, I thought that was self-righteous, you know, are you sure that's what that means? But anyways, none of you guys, right? None of you guys, no, everybody, you know, not us, you know, we're the inner circle. Self-aware people, what do they do? They take responsibility. We love self-aware people. They take responsibility. You know what the responsibility is? Taking control of your response. You take responsibility responsibility. You are controlling your response. So you're taking responsibility. It's either as a dad, as a mom, as however you are in the situation, as a son, as a daughter, take responsibility. Own it, right? Anyways, take responsibility. Remain teachable. Practice a positive attitude and keep perspective. Keep perspective. Don't blow things out of perspective. Selfish people blame others. Have we all blamed others? All the time, yes. And as we mature, we stop blaming people because you take responsibility. Like I said, you know when you walk in in the toddler's class and you're like, who did it? It's just like, who did it? Did any of you guys do that? It's, you know what, me, Shetel, and Chate, we we rock solid, okay? Any of us, knowing us growing up, somehow from like birth, we had this code. And you know what? Maybe I shouldn't share this. We got some young people. We never told on each other. Never. Not once. We all three would get a uh, before we would tell on each other. And most of the time, it was either me or Chateau's fault, or you know, it was never Chateau's fault. So Chatel would get it. Shh. I would get it. Shh. And Chateau would get it. Shh because my parents knew it wasn't her, but she wasn't going down. She wasn't going down, no, we, we, we tight. So I don't know where I was going with that, but blaming others, okay, <laughs> blaming others. I don't know where we picked that up, but we was gonna go all down together. So selfish people blame others. They know it all. They're negative and weak, right? And they obsessively overthink. They care what people think about them. They care what people say about them. And I love that whole concept of I don't need you to like me. I don't need to come in here and have every single one of you guys like me. When I know that God likes me, when I know that God loves me, and then I like myself, and then I, I, of course, I want you to like me. I enjoy if you like me. I enjoy when you laugh and you think I'm funny because I so missed it. I so missed it in here. I said a joke and it was crickets. And I would kind of laugh at myself, but I'm like, this sucks. But I'm so glad that you guys are back. And I want you to like me, but I don't need you to like me. There's a difference. There's so much freedom when you don't need people to like you, but you can enjoy when they do. There's a total difference. So this is a life journey of overcoming the flesh and its selfish desires. This is a life journey. So I just want to encourage you guys because I feel like sometimes people are like, yeah, you go up there and you make it look so easy and sound so easy and, and I understand. Like I never want to be like just with a flippant attitude and uh, just so kind of like hard the way I speak. I understand that this is a journey, but I want to cheerlead you on this journey. I wanna coach you on this journey to overcome. To mature, to grow up, and and to just to just to fulfill all that God has for you. Jesus says in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus, I can do nothing. You can do nothing. We can do nothing. But with him We can do all things. We can overcome these hurdles. We can overcome these cycles. We can overcome these habits. We can overcome these generational curses that your nana did it, your mama did it, and now it's your turn. You're like, no, buck stops here. We ain't repeating history. We about to make history, right? That's how we're gonna do. How are we gonna do all of that? Because we're so self-aware and our human spirit is strong. No, we're gonna do that in Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, through Christ Jesus, as we renew our mind, right? And it has to do with being close to him. He's, we need to abide in Jesus. So that's why we have to welcome him in our situation. We gotta talk to him. We gotta, ab- Jesus is my best friend. Jesus is my boyfriend. I think it was so funny, Matt said the other day, I had Mickey and Minnie, and they were like, and they were just like, I think they kissed her. He kissed Mickey on the cheek or something on my phone. And Matt's like, "Um, Excuse me, Miss Sasha, that phone case is for a married person. And I was like, Matt, you didn't know? Your girl is married to Jesus. I'm like, yes, it's me and Jesus. We go together like peanut butter and jelly. It's me and Jesus. How? How can it be like that? Because I have a real relationship with Jesus. A real relationship with God the Father. A real, solid, intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. I cannot do this on my own. With all the health battles that I've had, with all the health skills, Dude, like just two two Wednesdays ago, two Wednesdays ago, I'm in the doctor's office. I got another negative report and the doctor is looking at me scared. She puts her hand on my leg and she says, how are you so calm? She's scared. She's afraid about what's about to happen in my life. Two Wednesdays ago, you know what I could have said, I can't do it. And you know what? I do say I can't do it. Because I can't do it. But Jesus can. The Holy Spirit can. God can through me and through every single one of you. It doesn't matter what's going on. God is greater and God is not withholding anything good from me. I trust him. I trust him with my health. I trust him with my call. I trust him with my gift. I trust him with the anointing. I trust that God put me on this earth for a purpose and I would give my life for a generation that they know who they are in Christ, that they discover real talk with him, that they discover that God has a plan, that he has a purpose, that he is greater than just the situation, than just the circumstance, than just what their generation says that they can do. And a lot of this has to do with relationships. Who are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? This message has been in my heart for a while, and and I've been putting it on the burner like this. You need to be in the crock pot because this message about others, and I I could cry, but I'm not going to, our relationship with others, it affects every single one of you guys' purpose. It affects every single one of you guys' lives. And And sometimes it's really hard for me to see some of you guys go through the life choices that you make. And I have to see you and watch you, and it's hard for me. I want to make life choices for you. I want to pick your spouse I want to pick your job that mama bear in me is like no girl not him no there's so much more for you but how many of you guys all know that this mama bear can't do that you have to choose for yourself right so I want to empower you guys about relationships y'all ready I don't think you are ready are you guys ready yes I'm excited if you didn't know, right? Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not me, it's Christ who strengthens me. I'm strong, I'm strong-willed, I'm physically strong, but it is not me, it is Christ who strengthens me. Like, it is in him that I live, it is in him that I breathe. Galatians 2.20, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. So, yes, I can choose my attitude. Yes, I can choose all the things. But first, I have to choose Jesus. Being in the doctor's office, I can choose a positive attitude. I can choose a great outlook. But I first have to choose Jesus. And I have to know he's the healer. I have to choose Jesus. And when it comes to your relationships, yes, you can pick your spouse, but first you need to choose Jesus and be filled with Jesus so that you can make a right decision. Y'all y'all receiving something? Y'all hearing me? All right, so we need to choose Jesus, trust Jesus and look to Jesus. Real talk with others. It's about creating healthy boundaries. That's We have to create healthy boundaries in our relationship with others. So. How many of you guys want some information about creating healthy boundaries, right? How many of you guys want rest in your relationships? I wanted to say peace and rest, and it was like that weird word. <laughs> I blame the braces, okay? Whenever something like that happens, you just blame the braces, okay? And then when the braces are off, I'm gonna say I blame the retainer. I don't know, so. Sometimes, anyways. So we want information that's gonna help us in our relationships, but we need to establish healthy boundaries in life. We need to establish healthy boundaries in our life. So this is like funny. This is actually not funny, but okay, here we go. So this is, oh, they taped them. Whoop! That's probably Mama G, thank you. So we have associates and assignments. And I feel like sometimes, not like feel like, I've seen over the years that we blur these lines, okay? So somebody who's an associate in your life, somebody at work, somebody at school, right? Somebody at the bank, somebody at the grocery store, somebody at the restaurant, somebody at the where place you're not supposed to be, you name it, I know it, we're both thinking about it, Uh uh-huh. Somebody, you're just flying through on snappity snap snap, tookity TikTok, and, and, and IG, Facebook, whatever. There, you're just flying through, and somebody just slides into the DMs. They just slide in, in there. What are they sliding in there for? Because if they wanted to say something nice, you know, they could have commented, they could have put it in public, but no, they want to do it in secret. They want to do it with, they're, they're hiding from God. Tick, 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 tick. I don't mind. Who are you talking to? Nobody they slide it into the DMs. Has anybody slid in your DMs? I'm just saying, let's make it public. If you slide into my DMs talking about, hey gorgeous, hey beautiful, I am going to delete you. I am going to block you. I think you are weird. I think you are creepy. I have authority over every creepy crawler. So yeah, that's what I think about that. Just saying. Associates, they just flying by in my life, but when we don't have a healthy boundary with an associate, we cling on to them. Somebody slides into your DM and you're so hungry for attention, you cling onto that. Hello, beautiful, gorgeous, what's up? Hi. You, know, you just cling onto that. Why? Because you're allowing others to meet the need, which they can't meet, that only God can. God can meet the need, but you're treating God as a resource instead of your source. God is the source of who I am. God is the source of my relationships. God is the source of my finances. God is the source of my health, right? God is the source of who I am. But if God is not the source, he's just a resource. He's just the Bible you pick up once in a while. He's just a scripture you quote. you over here in a bikini like, I'm the light of the world. Like, girl, come on. He's He's just a resource. But no, your source is those likes. Your source is those dams. Your source is those associates just walking by in your life. And you become either soul-tied, you have a baby with, all of a sudden you don't even know we were just talking. I'm like, nobody gets pregnant talking. This generation talking about talking. I'm like, when I say talking, I mean words coming out of my mouth, communicating. When y'all say talking... You know what you mean. And now I've learned what you mean. So people are just flying by in your life at school, right? And can you guys see when you get a wrong relationship? When you had no business with these people. But these associates are actually supposed to be assignments. Assignments are people that God is sending to you to minister salvation, to minister peace, to minister life, to minister love, to minister grace, to minister mercy. God is calling these people in your life and you're blurring the line because God is not your source, but a resource. And these people become your source when they're just supposed to be resources. They're just supposed to be making your checks. Right? They're supposed to be your boss that's paying you. They're supposed to be people, a professor that's giving you information. They're just supposed to be these people. But God, they can be assignments by God. But can you see how you're blurring the lines? And that's why we need healthy boundaries. We need to know who we are in Christ. And we know, when we know who we are, we know whose we are. And when we start knowing who others are. You, you devalue people less when you understand that they're a child of God. You look at people differently when you can see them through the grace of God. You're not judging them for the situation they're in, for, the, for the, the lifestyle that they've chosen, because you can see that God has this plan. God has a plan for them. And you start seeing them through grace. When you're, when you're actually the light of the world, you start dispensing darkness, right? You start going out there. You're not just, you're just quoting it. You are the light of the world. Oh, okay, here's another one, advisors. These are supposed to be like our little circles of life. Not quite sure that it's working out, but whatever, we'll use it. This is, we need healthy relationship with mentors, okay? And you, one, let me tell you something. You need to seek wisdom. You need to ask for help. Mentors don't run around looking for interns. The interns running around seeking that mentor that they can glean under, that they can learn under. But sometimes we get this entitlement, we get this, this um, we, you know, we ain't staying humble, but we can be prideful, like, oh no, they're need to. Che- they gonna come teach me something. Like, sometimes in this day and age, we try to pump everybody. Like, yeah, you're gonna change the world. And you're gonna change the world, okay, that, that's for real but I can't just yell at you that you're gonna change the world. You have to make a decision to change the world, right? So we're like, you're gonna be this athlete and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that, and I'm gonna be a millionaire so bad. Yeah, it just doesn't just happen like that. You have to actually go make a million dollars, okay? So you need to seek wisdom, you need to seek instruction, but sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. And you get this false, this false sense of like, I deserve, I am. And so you think that the world is that kind. Okay, okay, okay. You know why we think this? Because we don't suffer consequences. This is exactly why we get mixed up in our thinking, okay? So you're a kid. I'm not saying this exactly happened to you. This didn't happen in my home. But if you're a kid and your mom says, son, before you go to school, daughter, before you go to school, I want you to clean your room. All right? And if you don't clean your room, there's gonna be no iPad, no games, no cell phone, and no TV for the rest of the night when you get home. So you get up, da-da-da-da, brushing your teeth, combing your hair, ooh, looking good, like I should. And you get to school, and you're in fifth period, and you're like, I did not clean my room. So you're ready, you're ready to get home, you're ready for this consequence, you're like, okay, Man, I'm not going to have no iPad, I'm not going to do this. And so you get home, you're like, ah. Oh. And you know what your mom does? She cleans your room. Some of these moms, some of these consequences, okay, this is what, this did not happen in my house, but she cleans your room, she's on baked you some cookies, she's got, she's like, she's got your iPad charged and ready to go, okay? She got your iPad charged and ready to go. So you get home and what do you learn? Oh, you learned something. You learned something for sure. You learned that your mama is a liar, that your mama is gonna, she's your maid. You learned, so when we don't suffer consequences in life, when we don't, when we don't suffer actual consequences in, in the little things at home, we're actually set up for failure in real life because life is not that kind. You know what, if you don't show up for work, you don't get paid, you get fired, okay? if you don't if these things happen if you make these you're making sometimes we believe that we're doing the best for our kids but we're actually setting them up for failure right you go to school you talk your way into the teacher like the dog ate my homework and this happened in my life and my parents are going through this and and they're and she's like okay you know i'm gonna do this for you and you're getting past grade you don't know the information you can't pass the test and how does that benefit you in life so i'm not saying in every situation, but a lot in this generation, they're not suffering consequences. And I have dealt with so many young people throughout the years. And, and some of them could come up here and tell you, okay, testify, whatever you want to call it. I won't call them by name, but they have been in some crazy situations. I mean, crazy. I'm getting a phone call and And I'm like, you know me. And before, like, I'm going to fix it. I would, if I could, I would fix every situation in your life. I genuinely 100% would. Like, if I could, I would take all the bad boys away who hurt you. Like, I would give you the best parents in the world. You know, like, if I could do that, I would. But obviously, I can't. I'm not going to cry. And, and I had to learn that it was more important for these young people to suffer consequences that the choices that they were making, and I had to trust God along the way. I had to keep praying for them. And I'm serious, like, um, it's because I love you guys, right? I love you so much. And some of you guys be blocking me on Snappity Chat Chat. Why? Because I know when you blocked me. You at the club doing your thing and you hiding from me, but let me tell you, you're not hiding from me. You're hiding from God and you're not hiding from me. You're hiding from love because love will tell you what's up and love cares about you and love wants the best for you. And that's why you need to seek advisors. And I had to put a healthy boundary and understand that I got to let go and let God I can't be God in their life. I am not in direct control of their decision-making, but they are in direct control of their decision-making. Yes, maybe when they were younger, I had more direct control. Maybe when they were in toddler's class, and I could tell them, sit down, shut up. I could tell them, listen to Miss Sasha, right? And maybe when they got to teen class, I had more influence. I could tell them, this is what what Miss Sasha's been through. This is the hurts, this is the pains. Don't make these choices. Don't hang out with those people. This is where you're going to end up, right? But once they get to young adults, I have no control. They have direct control over the decisions. And I had to let them, I wish they could be raising their hands because I, they know I'm speaking truth, that to let them make the decisions for their life. And so many of them made a bad decision, came after the bad decision, talked about it, they had opportunity to make, a better choice. to make a better choice, to create a better life, to have a better tomorrow. We cannot change the past. Even, we can see the past, but we can't change it. We can't see the future, but we can change it. We can change the future. And that's what I want to encourage a generation that you can change the future, but you need to seek advisors. You know what, and with advisors, this generation just wants to be so familiar. Like, oh yeah, my boss, we best buds, we got it going on, We're we're cool together. You don't need to be best buds with your advisor. You don't need to be so familiar. Don't seek familiarity. Seek wisdom. You don't need to have best friends with those you're achieving to be. You need to have respect for them. You need to have honor for them. You need to listen to them. And you know what? You need to be paying them for all the wisdom they're giving. Y'all owe me. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. And then we got this right here. We got your inner circle, okay? This inner circle needs to be so small, okay? You don't need a million best friends because if you got a million best friends, you got a mess. You got a mess. You got manipulation. You got guilt. You got people telling you all kinds of opinions about how you're going to make this decision, what you're going to do, where you're going to go. This inner circle, this inner circle needs to be tight. This inner circle needs to be small. Whoa, where's my notes? This girl done got crazy. Trust in God in all that I do and all that I say in Jesus name, Where. Is it? There's a scripture that I want to say. Okay, your inner circle is loyal, like-minded people who are good friends and they sharpen you. So you go to them to be sharpened. Proverbs 27:17. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. You need people in your life who can tell you like it is, but they're like-minded. These are peers. These are people who think like you, who walk like you, who talk like you, they are they have, they're mission-minded like you, they've got goals like you, they've got dreams like you, and they come in your inner circle. This is why you need to know what you believe in. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that God has a plan for me. I believe that I'm forgiven. I believe that I'm redeemed. So you need like-minded people who are loyal. We need to bring that word back, okay? Who are loyal, who walk in loyalty, where you can have a comfort level, where you can share some things. You do not need to share all your business with these DM people. Like, you don't share all your business with the DMV, you do not need to share all your business in the DMs, okay? Let's just get it straight. These, you know what happens, it's crazy, you because you're, you're no longer influencing this world like you should because you're trying to be like them. That's crazy, we're just gonna leave that right there real quick. So, we need to get those in order, right? There was another scripture I wanted. Okay, so you have direct control of your emotions, of your, so that means, direct control means you have responsibility. Indirect control means you have influence. And no control means you gotta trust God, right? Just like I was saying, like with the toddlers, I had more direct control. With the the teens, the young adults, or with the teens that age, I had influence. And then when you're adults, I have no control, I just have to trust God. And you have to trust God, but you have direct control of your emotions. Tell yourself, I got direct control of my emotions. My emotions are my responsibility. You have direct control of your choices, of your habits, of your faith, of your hope, of your love, and of your peace. God can't even control you. Just like I cried because I wish I could control, imagine God wishes he could control, (laughs) but he doesn't. He gave us freedom to choose. And He gave us freedom to choose Him. He gave us freedom to choose to be a part of His family. You were created to be loved by God. God didn't need servants. God didn't need slaves. He wanted a family to love. And He created you so that you could be loved by Him. And our greatest thing to learn in life is to learn that he loved us first. It's not that it's not that we love him and we serve him and we worship him. God didn't create, God isn't up there like, I need people to worship me all day. I, no, God created us so that we could be loved by him and that we, that we would choose him. It's like, choose me, pick me. God wants you to choose him, pick him. But it's your choice. It is 100% your choice to choose God to choose your purpose, to choose God's plan and purpose for your life. It is your responsibility to choose your spouse. I wish I could choose for you. But I can't. And in these relationships, you need to learn that bad company corrupts good morals, corrupts good habits. So you can have some great habits that you've learned in church, but you get around somebody and you know what? You know, you know, we all know when that someone is off. Like, you know, you're like, is she the one? And you know, you know that you know, you probably hear my voice say no, but you already know. You already know he's not the right one. You already know she's not the right one. And when it is the right one, girl, let me tell you, you will know, you will know. Why? Because you're gonna be at the right place, at the right time, and God is not gonna be a resource, but God will be your source. So you'll be full with God making right decisions, looking out into somebody else who is full of God, not how to, how can you fulfill this need in my life? How can you help me in life? How can you benefit me? Oh my gosh on Sunday when Pastor Dan was talking about love and he's like what is love and you're like oh when somebody's good to me when they treat me good when they buy me stuff oh what am I talking about you know what I'm saying when they respect me when they honor me when they think about me when they you know when you start thinking about all this stuff what is love what is love you know like somebody who's good in love good not in love well hold up, wait a minute, don't go there, because I ain't with it. So that was for free. So when you think about that, you start thinking about how they love you. But actually, love should be defined in how we love others. So what is love? First of all, God is love. And God defines love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Why? Because you know when you get in relationship with people, you're going to need a lot of patience. You're going, need a, you're going to need a lot of kindness. I'm in, I have many relationships, and I thank God that so, so many of you guys have patience with me. So many people are kind with me. I talk a lot. It's who I am. It's what I do. And Daniel was in there working the other day, and I was just like, and, and he, he doesn't even look because we're just, we work a lot. We work a lot, a lot. He works a lot. I work a lot. We work a lot. So and I'm like, oh, bud, you know what? Am I bothering you? And he's like, no, you talking is actually comforting. <laughs> and he's over there like creating and everything. And I, and I was like, oh, <laughs> all my life I've heard, shut up. You're too loud. Stop talking. So that was really cool. And all that to say is that God has a plan for every single one of you. All that thing that somebody said, shut up, stop talking, God would actually use one day. Because he had a plan and he had a purpose. And God has a plan and he has a purpose for you. You just have to choose him. You got to choose to be a part of His family. He will not force you. And the best relationship that you'll ever be in is your relationship with Jesus. The best decision you will ever make is to choose Jesus. And I would love to invite you tonight, if you wanna choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it is so simple. He just, we're gonna call on the name of Jesus. Everybody, let's say this, repeat after me. Say, Jesus. I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. You came to this earth, defeated the devil, and saved my life. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you. I want to be used by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. If that was your first time tonight receiving Jesus, calling on the name of Jesus, we wanna welcome you to the family. Welcome to the family of God. God has so much in store for you. He has so much plans for you. And you know what? There's so much more than just getting to heaven. There's something called the sozo life, the all-inclusive life. God has the all-inclusive package available for you so we have a resource pastor dan he wrote a book it's about the next step of salvation we have it for you for free if you could just click that i received jesus button put your little hand up we would love to get you that resource click on the little connect card so we can mail it out to you i love you guys and thank you so much for coming tonight